This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Play 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly. I can never drop square on a rap page. Bubbles popping up because you know where there's rubble and dust. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, you As you may be able to tell, I am not in studio. I am winging my way to Cleveland, Ohio for my brother's wedding. It is a second wedding. Jeffrey, have you been to many second weddings in your entire life? Have you been to ever a second wedding in your entire life? I do not think I have been to a second wedding. I cannot recall. Yeah, second weddings are an interesting phenomenon. Uh, my brother Hugh, so of the nine Calkins kids, uh, four of us got divorced, which is about like national average, right? And yeah, I mean, was, I, I would actually say y'all might, y'all still might come out on top, right? There's nine might kids. Be better. Yeah. Uh, well, and then of the four that got divorced, one is remarried happily, so we're up, we're up to ten marriages and four divorces. And then my another brother's getting married in Cleveland, and then I'm getting married. So that's you know, uh, we're you know, and and but but I, I, I we don't feel like we can just invite people. It feels the celebration over the you know, I, and just like I said, it seems odd to make a big fuss about it. Now my brother is marrying a woman, and it's her first wedding, and so uh, her Got first it. marriage. Yeah. So you know, you have a wedding. It's not going to be a massive affair, but I'm driving through Kentucky. Uh, beautiful Kentucky, uh, and I will be joining the show for much of it, but Jeffrey's going to handle some of it. Um, we have uh, Jason Smith in the next segment, then Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. Sadly, we do not have Jeffrey's bets because 
college football, essentially, uh, at least the regular season, certainly, over for the year. But that's the lineup, Jason Smith and Chris Harrington. Before I get to anything else, Jeffrey, I have to say, sometimes it feels like I'm living in a big, small town. Because mm. I was just minding my business mm-hmm. yesterday, yep. late afternoon. And all of a sudden, my driving yep. habits yep. Uh, are broadcast for the world to see mm-hmm. on Twitter slash X. And I'm like, who who would have the temerity mm-hmm. to try to be... To, to, to make me feel like I'm living in a fishbowl, and it's my own producer yeah. and co-host, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey, at roughly, oh... It was like five, five, I think it was like 5.07, because I looked at, at the clock. 5.07 uh, <laughs> last evening, where were you, and what did you witness? So I was on White Station, and I was heading north. And you were heading north on White Station. Correct. Okay, and towards, I don't know if it's because... Poplar. Yeah, so I, don't, I was heading towards Poplar, and I don't know if... Like, it just felt like there was a lot of congestion and whatnot, and so White Station gets backed up. It with, was a mess at Poplar. Correct. When White Station hits Poplar, it was a mess. It was, an, was, absolute, yeah. it was an absolute so mess. Yeah. And so I, you know, a, a couple of cars in front of me, I just see this gold minivan just go for it. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to there's no other way to describe it other than go for it. I mean, at this point, it's now dark at five o'clock, which is so wonderful. No, it's amazing. I love I love that. And at first, I'm like, well, that's a hell of a move. Like that was an impressive that was an impressive dart. And then I see the bike rack, and I go, no way. And <laughs> then this minivan proceeds to like almost like do like the wheels out back like skid out to get into the turn to get in, to get into the turn lane and boom power stance left arm with the cell phone just to make sure that you get better sound boom it's jeff Hawkins, and i was just like i was talking I, to gabe at the time i, I was just like it, that's like, <laughs> let's throw it into coverage that's a big time throw into coverage <laughs> it was um I was coming out of that formerly what was known as the Bed Bath and Beyond yes. parking lot, and I had to cross two lanes of traffic. And it was one of these where, in order to go left, there was someone turning into Fresh Market yes. or something. I had to go right around them yep. before I then went in the middle of the road. Before I then went left, it was uh, there was a lot of tra- the, there was literally a lot of traffic. Season. We got it. We got it. And during the Christmas season. You gotta do what you gotta do. All right. In order to cover the, all the turf we have to cover uh, this morning, let's go ahead and play a game of Believe It or Not. Now it's time for Believe It. Believe. I don't even know if I believe. No, I'm a believer. Or not. Believe it or not. On the Jeff Hawkins Show. Anthony Edwards. Uh, when he was last in Memphis, he, he said the arena was dead. Tonight, as revenge, he is going to be confronted with a rockin' FedEx forum as the Timberwolves come to town. Believe it or not. I'm going to say I don't believe a rockin'. It'll be a better atmosphere than it was on a Sunday afternoon, but I, I, I still don't think he's going to mistake it for, for what he's used to. For, for playoff FedEx forum. Correct. No, here's, the other, here's the other problem. If you watched that Detroit game the other night, um, you realize that, the, A, there was nobody there. And so when the Grizzlies are playing at Detroit, and one problem is Detroit stinks, so why right. would anyone be there, right? The other problem is 
this was a scheduled on the fly makeup game yes. for those who didn't make the tournament. And so the only people who had tickets were season ticket holders because they didn't have any time to sell freestanding tickets. And the same thing is true tonight. Like this is a game that did not exist uh, three weeks ago. And so, uh, yeah, it's a Friday night, so maybe it'll be. And and obviously the Grizzlies have a better season ticket base. I'm going to presume than than Detroit. But no, I don't think it'll be rollicking. Now, I think there is more faith. A, I really think the fact that we can count down the games now to Jaws' return. Yeah infuses the whole thing with a sense of hope, and you know that every win, you can sort of see the, the path clear to being competitive here, and so and that playing meaningful games, and they've obviously they've won three out of four. I think folks are, now if they fall down 15 to three or something, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a great atmosphere, but, um, but no, I, it's not going to be, it is not going to be the rollicking, it is not going to be a, a, a rollicking um, uh, affair. Um, you endorse um, you endorse the name, the nickname, the Bug for Vince Williams. Believe it or not, uh, I don't believe it. Like, I, I mean, no, no, no. Here's, here's let me explain this to you. <clears throat> Chris Hankin, by the way, is going to be on straight up at ten o'clock, and I hope that you, because uh, you're going to be talking to Chris, I hope that you do. Uh, take scrut- closely scrutinize his mailbag. It's up at the Daily Memphian. It's terrific. Chris's mailbags are always great. He's got a mailbag. One of the questions is about this nickname. I, for some reason, it eluded me completely. The idea is Vince Williams, VW, the bug. Mm. Preposterous. Yeah, right? I, I don't like... Shouldn't nicknames like I don't feel like you should have to sit there and and no. do like a lecture on whether or not like what, on the explanation have to do a flow chart yeah. as to how you got to the damn nickname. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no good. Okay, uh, if you could guarantee one win, one game for the rest of this regular season, one victory for the Memphis Tigers that they would absolutely get, it would be Sunday's game. Against Texas a Believe it or not. <sighs> okay. So I think it has to be one of the two. It's either got to be this game or at FAU. I think that's correct. Because otherwise, the other games, you got Clemson and Virginia at home, right? And you, you might, A, you might win those games. Yeah. But just in terms of on selection Sunday, you want something in the resume that pops. Right? Who knows? Like what that Arkansas win will turn into or whatever else. But to win at FAU or to win at Texas A&M, aren't those the ones? And maybe you'd say at FAU. Yeah, I think I'm going to say I don't believe this because I'm going to say at FAU because even though, Jeff, we know recency bias doesn't matter when when picking teams uh, to go into the postseason, I think that's that's the last game to close the season, and I think that that – that would be a nice little feather in the cap to close out the season. So I'm going to say I don't believe that, but it would be the number two pick for me. And it has the advantage it'll be a conference game as well, right? Sure. For whatever meaning that will, will, will have at that, at that moment, it might have some extra meaning as well. But I do think this highlights that what a massive opportunity Sunday is, right? Um, whether, it's an, whether you call it a massive opportunity or a challenge, it is massive, right? Oh, absolutely, because it's a road game against you know a team right now that's 
Like this is this is a solid quad one road win, and like that's that will boost your resume massively. Uh, you believe that Penny Hardaway will dramatically shrink his rotation for this affair? Believe it or not. I obviously don't believe that. Why would I? I do think he will shrink his rotation. I, 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 not, I just don't think you're going to look up and see, you know, Pierre or Sharon Font or what, you know, I don't, I don't think you're going to see the, the grasping for solutions that, but maybe, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I think I mean, at this he point, has, we, he, he plays 10 guys at the minimum. Two years, two years ago, which is the last time he'd won multiple, lost multiple games in a row. Um, and after that SMU collapse and after the stupid effing questions and mm-hmm. all of that, he said he was going to come up with a recipe. Now, I still didn't understand it, which was play basically everybody in the first half and then play the team, the players that can, you can win with in the second half. Unless it's just for, you know, legs purposes, right? Save their legs in the first half, whatever else. And then, but, um, and he fundamentally did it. Like he, now, time was growing short. He was desperate. There, it felt like there was no other choice at that point. Like any loss was a, a disaster given the, the damage you had already inflicted. Yeah. But he did show in that moment that he could run, roll with his guys. And so in desperate times, he has before changed. I just don't know. I just don't know if this is desperate enough. Um, Sean McDermott will be fired at the end of this year, and one of the reasons he will be fired is the news about his 9-11 speech. Believe it or not. I'm going to say I don't believe it. I don't believe it on two fronts. One, it seems to me like he is going to be given, like, now, granted, it depends, like, if they just collapse, like, and they don't win another game, whatnot, like, yes, obviously, someone's going to have to be held accountable, and most likely he will be. I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I, there's no getting around it. Like, that was, like, a, like it's a bizarre, weird, like, unbelievable. Yeah, for, like, for anyone who missed it. Basically, in 2019, Sean McDermott told his players they should be like the 9-11 terrorists because look at that little group of motley uh, uh, folks who, by communication, were able to bring down the most powerful country in the world, bring it to its knees. Basically, that was the essence of it. And you just wondered. I actually wondered to myself, the sheer stupidity of, like, it's just a moronic speech. You do wonder if he read that somewhere. Like, where did he get... Because uh, that, that, that was what I really struggled with, because it clearly was not... At least my interpretation of, of Ty Dunn's story was, it didn't feel like it was off the cuff. It felt like it was a prepared... Like, oh, so, so that means, like, he sat down and, like, thought about it, and at no point did he be like, is there a better way I can do this? It's just incredible. Um, now... Now, what's interesting in terms of if, if to, to to bring it back to the question, um, is he going to get fired, and and will this speech be one of the reasons? I I, I listen. Uh, uh, Tim Graham, who writes for the Athletic and has covered the the Bills for a long time, he wrote a piece a week ago. He's very well sourced and and sourced with the ownership group, and um, and he wrote a piece saying there is zero chance that. 
Sean McDermott will be fired at the end of this year. Now, that can change, right? And um, But the reason there would be, quote-unquote, zero chance is that you have to understand, you're an owner who has been through coach after coach after coach, all of whom were unsuccessful, made you a laughing stock, um, Bill's one of the worst franchises in the league. And by the way, you also own the Sabres. Yeah. And there you're going through coach after coach after coach. And right now, your Sabres, although they beat the Bruins last night, are also a disaster. And you have this coach in Sean McDermott who has made you, no, not a Super Bowl team, sadly, but a respectable NFL power for the last five years. And incredibly relevant. Games and incredibly relevant and, and credited with building the culture and all of that, and so are you really going to throw that over? Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't. Like, there, there comes a moment sure. when if you really want to win the Super Bowl, I think there's a real argument to make it a change. I'm just saying from that owner's perspective, I suspect there's a lot of gratitude for what Sean McDermott has done for the organization. So I think he probably won't get fired. I also think, like, in addition to what you're talking about, there is also the reality of, could you do better? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not the world's biggest McDermott fan. I also fundamentally acknowledge it's probably more likely than not you find someone who does worse. You could do worse, right. Having said all of that, um, I do think what was the, – the other part of this was, was revealing to me was that the story came out now. Yes, from right? 2019. Because like, at first I was like, yeah. oh, is that this? Like that, that. If, if, he, if he had – if they had won the Super Bowl last year and been, you know, right now they have two losses, would they? Would it be, 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 the story came out now partly because it's open season on yeah. Sean McDermott. And people are, and the story was almost exclusively anonymous sources ripping Sean McDermott, right? And so your worst Sean McDermott stories, let's bring them out because there's, there's blood in the water, right? I oh, mean, yeah, the, the sharks are circling. And that is, that is partly what is happening here. I do think, though, that this kind of story, as stupid as it was, is not a quote-unquote fireable offense. But what is fireable is no longer to be credible in your locker room or with your organization, sure. right? And if people are laughing at you or mocking you, or like this to me, the real question is whether it's a sign that, you know, They've lost the room, you know, that, that, and, and that the fact that people are willing to tell these stories now means that you've had a good run, it's over, right? I mean, I do think there's a time, people, the, the, what people I say is that at some point people stop listening. And it's not just they stop listening, they start mocking your, you know, like, and that's partly what's happening here. Don't you? And so I do think there's oh, probably going to be my a first thought, My first thought was, was Ken Dorsey there in 2019? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a lot of people now. Hey, yeah, Leslie Frazier. Yeah. You know, he, in the end, when you start throwing people under the bus, which is what has happened here, those people, they can be anonymous sources, you know? And so I do, I do wonder um, about that. Um, Christmas parades are the best parades. Believe it or not. I'm going to say I don't believe that because, right, championship parades. Parades. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. I think I, well, I've never been to one. I've never I mean, been the to problem one. now is like, like I was realizing this. I used to love the Thanksgiving Day Parade, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and yeah. now, like, when you watch it, 
it used to be it used to be when you'd get the musical number, they'd have like one one per hour, and that was like the all right, I need to go eat breakfast or I need to go to the bathroom. Like that was a bathroom break. Now it's like seventy percent. Here's another music like coming to uh, <laughs> coming to a theater in Middle America near you. Uh, here's a here's a musical you've never heard of. Like right. And so it's well, like it's funny if you, if you leave out championship parades, regularly scheduled parades. There's Fourth of July parades, right? Yeah. And then there's so there's that kind of patriotic. I'm kind of, summer, I'm kind of a sucker for the for the you know the veterans parade. There's Thanksgiving parades. I honestly didn't know Christmas parades were a thing, and maybe because it was so freaking cold in Buffalo, they yeah. weren't. I honestly, like I did Christmas. And by the way, and I probably bring this up because I saw that. Um, was it Collierville or German? No, no, it was Beale Street. Beale Street normally has a holiday parade, and I gather we are expecting dreadful weather tomorrow. It's it's and not looking good. <laughs> it is funny. Literally, I think it starts. It starts I, raining. It starts raining this afternoon, and it looks like it doesn't stop. It's like we're just we're just going to build an arc. We we all lost power, including me, for a week. Like the the springtime uh, weather event that we had that. I was in, I left I was literally driving away to Chattanooga and uh, checking on my house dog sitter we lost for, power for the record that. that was not and, the last time we lost weather we were, no, lost no, power but that was that was a massive one right the, no the, the July one, one the one where I lost power oh you're right that one that, that one was like that one was like two hundred thousand people <sighs> yeah okay. And so, and then we decided to leak again. a little gas. We decided to leak a little gas in Germantown. Oh, that was that one too. That was that. One. Are we going to? So is tomorrow's event? I'm leaving county. Is tomorrow's event going to be a MLG and W catastrophe event again? Is that what we're? Is it we're imagining that? We, by the way, MLG and W rates raised. Uh, they voted to raise rates just yeah. this week. Um, I don't think it's going to result in in better service this weekend. Um. Uh, or, or or more trees trimmed by this weekend. We're going to hope that it doesn't result in Jeffrey Wright. I think you've had enough this year. Yeah, uh, losing uh, I'm power. sure my wife's already looking at it. I'm trying to look at the... All right, so 10-mile-an-hour winds. It's not, like, terrible. That's not terrible. Um, I mean, I think at this point, you're just better off guessing if it's going to rain. Yeah, so people are losing power. Like, they've not proven that they can stop people, it. Yeah, I think that's right. So, uh, but back to parades. I'm, I'm, I guess all parades now throw candy. Do all parades throw candy? Is that part of it? Like, every parade, there's someone on a float chucking candy at you? Uh, is it candy or beads? Uh, don't we have Mar- Mardi Gras, what, candy. a couple months ago? Yeah, a couple beads, months ago candy before. Too. Anyway, uh, no Christmas parade on deal. I'm, I'm at, like at you. I didn't really know, like, Christmas parades were, like, a thing. But they seem to be. John Rahm leaving for live is good for John Rahm, but bad for golf. Believe it or not. Uh, I don't know if necessarily know if it's bad for quote unquote golf. I think it's bad for the PGA Tour. And if like if that if even if that's what we care about, PGA Tour, because that's obviously where Memphis's ties are. Yeah, no, it's it's very bad. But isn't it also it's clearly bad for the PGA Tour. Yes. Um um, isn't it all, like there's a, he's, he's a reigning Masters champion? He's incredibly. There's nothing not appealing about John Rahm, right? You know, there's um, um, so he's one of the great golfers in the world. And the problem is, like I was reading a piece that suggested that golf could become like tennis. 
Oh, yeah, no, I, I think that's where it's headed right now. And it's funny, Claire was asking me the other day, she out of the blue asked me, whatever happened to boxing? And, like, yeah. and it, it is true that just because you, now, and golf never was as dominant as boxing once was. For sure. But just because you were a dominant sport once doesn't mean you will be a dominant sport forever. Sports, you know, things happen. Once upon a time in this country, it was baseball, boxing, and horse racing. Yeah. Were the, were the three biggest the sport sports. sport of kings. And um, and boxing's basically dead, um, as far as you know, the general public consciousness. Yeah, yeah you know, saying part of the zeitgeist. I mean, obviously, boxers still make unbelievable right. amounts of money. Horse but racing yes. matters one day a year, and even then, not is not nearly sort of as much as it did. Um, or maybe three days a year, if you're going to count all the, the full. It for crowd. sure matters one day a year, and then it's like if that if that horse that wins in Kentucky can win the right. other, it's like maybe you can stretch three days out of it. Do we believe, are we calling baseball? Is it the number two or the number three or the number four sport in America? It depends on what your. It depends on like how your the metric. Yeah, I mean, in terms of revenue, profit, it's number two. I think it is the number two sport in America. I mean, people will say the NBA, or how about? I mean, are we breaking up? Is college football? The well, yeah. I mean, the, the reality is the NFL is number one. College football is number two. But I, I think that, that, that's why I said that's why I said it yeah. before. Is that that would say NFL is one, college football is two, then and it's then, baseball. Base, if and you do it, revenue, yeah. Social revenue, uh, social media, and coverage, and and for whatever reason, of the NBA is bigger than baseball, but revenue, baseball is bigger than, than the NBA is a bigger reality show. Baseball is a bigger sport. Yeah. Um. But the point is, is that, I mean, what, what's your answer to what happened to boxing? Uh, I do think, obviously, the splitting the splitting of the titles, and so you don't really understand, like, who's, okay, wait, what, he's going for what belt, but, wait, there's another heavyweight champion. Yeah. I, I don't think it helped that, like, you know, you had this dominant run of the Klitschkos, and out of respect for their mother, they would never fight each other, so, like, that didn't help. We've not had great heavyweights, and I think that that tends to... You know that that tends to get I the think general. Mostly though, that the game was poorly run. It was, it was poorly, poorly run. it was poorly run, and out of greed, you know, they started going to pay per view and whatnot. And so it's like when when you start cutting the access to the general public, may, maybe you made more money, but you didn't. You know, you lost you lost public attention. Well, so and the real problem now is, is it, it strikes me that the PGA Tour is still what we watch, right? But there's there's the increasingly few great players on the two PGA Tour, relatively speaking, and then Live Tour, like for whatever reason, nobody watches it yet, right? So yeah, like, I mean, the, they, they had all the opportunity in the world. It's it's just not a good TV product. Neither neither, and so, no, and so nobody watches it. So I just think it is. I think it's dreadful for golf. You do in the end want the best players, and I understand like it's only at the Masters that all the best play each other, play each other, but you want the best players to be playing each other. Yeah, I, I also have now, I've started to wonder, I think Tiger was such a phenomenon that like people kind of lost sight of what golf is, because Tiger like, Tiger makes everybody care one way or the other, and I think people are like, oh well, that's you know that's that's what the sport's gonna be. It's like kind of before and after Tiger. It's like it's kind of always been what it is. It's you know it's a niche sport that a certain segment cares about, but 
it's just never gonna it's never gonna enter the public consciousness other than maybe the Masters weekend. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, I think I think John Rahm was a move by the public investment fund to sit there and go, "Hey, you're dragging your feet on this deal." Like, just so you know, like we can't. We're not done, right? Yeah. And uh, I don't know because you know the problem is the tour. The tour has a leadership problem. Like they don't even know really who's in charge. Like you're now reading stories of alliances at the top. Um, I think eventually what happens is they they realize like, well, we. Live Liv doesn't have a TV presence. They have like no revenue. To, like they're not making any money. So at a certain point, they've got to come to the table. The PGA Tour can't keep fighting this. So at some point, they're going to end up merging. But I just don't know. I don't know how. I don't know when. And I don't know what it looks like. And I certainly, by the way, cannot and do not blame John Rom. Once upon a no, time, once Jay Monahan, once Jay Monahan started, once they went yeah, and got in bed absolutely. with the Saudis. How can you criticize someone else for getting in bed with the Saudis? Yeah. In the end, right? Like, uh, there's no way um, to possibly to possibly be critical of that. Marvin uh, Harrison's going to come back to Ohio State. Believe it or not, <sighs> you see I'm going to see. Yeah. Undecided. He hasn't beaten the school up. I'm going to say I don't believe it. I'm going to say this is all theatrics. It's all theatrics. It's got to be. Like, I just, even if he gets a great NIL deal, there's not going to be anything that's going to pay him like he'd be the number, I don't know. What do you think? At worst, what, he's number, he's a top so he's five pick? The, he's, I think he is, at worst, the third pick of the draft. I don't think. I, I think. I mean, like I'm saying, I can envision I mean, a world where maybe people. Go People keep trading. Yeah, uh, right. you could talk me into. There's a world where the deal, whatever, the picks keep getting traded, and so right. he ends up going fifth because everyone keeps trading up to go try and get another quarterback. But I mean, he's going to be a top five pick. Who would, if someone else, uh, Jaden Daniel? Like, who are people trading up to get beyond the first two? I think um, I think Jaden Daniels is going to move up in you know, when. Like, Jaden Daniels is going to be the big mover. You know, we always talk about the guy that once, like, the season ends, like, combine, everything. I think it's going to be Jaden Daniels. What's your level of confidence in these three quarterbacks? You're my quarterback whisperer. So, my biggest questions with Williams are not ability to play the position. I just don't love his attitude. Um but will is it could be therefore you don't love him or you don't love no, him? It's, it's like n- no, it's for me. It's like I got to make sure I get him in the right situation. Like I, I want him in a situation where he doesn't get to just like he's been in a situation where he's been calling the shots basically since he was a freshman. Like yeah. I, I do want him in a situation where it's just I'm having him play football. I think I'm but honestly you believe in him. You believe? Oh, him. Yeah, yeah, he, yes, yeah. I do fundamentally believe in him. Okay, how about Meg? I fundamentally, I fundamentally believe in his skill set. I don't know if I fundamentally believe in him. And then, honestly, I, I'm now at the point where I, I think I'm taking Daniels, too. Two? Yeah. I think he's special. He's, I guess the other thing, it's like, yeah, he's never had, like, this type of season. But he was a five-star coming out of, out of high school. He's incredibly gifted. And this year, he, like, put it all together. Like, he kind of had the Burrow-type year. Why isn't Pen- I understand Penix Jr. has had all kinds of injury issues, right? Yes. 
they don't seem to stop him from being sensational. He's got an electric arm. Arm talent is what the NFL cares about. Why isn't he a lock first rounder at the very least? Uh, there's the question of how much is like he obviously has an unbelievable arm. No one like no one doubts that. But there's also the thought that Kalen Board makes it really easy on him, and you don't get like he gets he th- he gets to throw to a lot of wide open guys. Um, and so there's also the questions of you know is he a statue in the pocket? We we've seen like you got to be able to move now, and especially as as we see to con- like continue to see like how these defensive linemen are just absolute freaks and you just cannot block them like you got to have somebody that can move there's there's mobility questions uh in other NF, uh, uh college uh, news uh jane daniels Bush will i i think win the heisman this weekend seems uh yeah, i would be surprised there's, if he doesn't there's another one that's been diminished not not as diminished as much yeah. as boxing but the heisman just has i what for whatever reason the heisman um has been somewhat diminished, but it feels like Jaden Daniels um, is going to win. And then news out of Memphis, uh, they lose another offensive lineman in the transfer portal. You've been pointing out for a long time that if you can't be a quarterback in the portal, it's good to be a lineman. In terms of making money, be an offensive lineman in the portal. Yeah. With, with experience, you don't, you don't even really need to be that good. They don't even really need to be that good. You just—I mean, I—I've heard stories, Jeff, of the of like these support staffs that just go and look at PFF grades, and they just look at PFF grades, and they go into the portal and look for guys. All right, we got Jason Smith coming up next segment. Chris Harrington after that, uh, and then I will uh, be back. I'll urge you again to read Chris's mailbag if you haven't. It's terrific over at the Daily Memphian, and I will also tell you. This weekend, this is a perfect weekend to go Christmas shopping because it's not desperate yet. Like, you're not, you're not like, just grabbing anything just to get, like, it's not desperate yet, but it's time. Like, this is the perfect weekend. It's the last time you can actually have a relaxed, enjoyable, and maybe I don't call you can anytime, a relaxed, enjoyable shopping experience, but I'm telling you, this is the weekend to do it, and no better place than O'Call. I really do mean this. Um, I have uh, three sons, and I will get them things from O'Call because I know they'll be thrilled when they open them. And this is a real point. Like Ben, I saw Ben uh, a month. He came back for Thanksgiving, and we were going out for lunch, and he was he was wearing a Peter Millar jacket that I got there from O'Call, just this light quilted jacket, absolutely beautiful. And he looks just sharp. And I'm like, and every time he puts that on, he's like, he he you know he thinks it's dear old dad. And um, it's the beauty of getting stuff from Ocall. If you want, you can get a uh, gift card, and that way they can have a the fabulous shopping experience themselves. But if you get them a gift, uh, whether it's uh, Faraday or Peter Millar or Steo or any of the incredible brands they have there, beautiful clothes, um, they also do complimentary wrapping. And the wrapping is great because it's done by... Oh, no. We can't to get in to see our friends at O'Call. Open Sundays, by the way, uh, through Christmas. Uh, John, uh, uh, Jason Smith coming up next. Then Chris Harrington is Jeff Gawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Trista Crick with BetQL. The historic Army-Navy game is this weekend, and if you've paid any attention, you know that there's one trend you have to play if you're a better. That's the under. Why? Because when service academies play each other in the last two decades, the under is 50-10-2. Army-Navy game itself has gone under 16 of the last 17 years, last year being an exception. With a total set at 28, I expect a 14-10 kind of game. Hammer that under. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books and bet smarter with BetQL. Download the BetMGM app today. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I was over on Broad Avenue the other day, and the whole experience was festive. Walking up and down Broad Avenue, stopping into Bounty on Broad. It really does make for a great holiday outing with your family or with friends from work or uh, folks you haven't gotten together with for a while. It is Bounty on Broad. It's a beautiful place all the time, even more so during the holidays. It's an old restored building over on Broad Avenue, and the food is spectacular. I would recommend the pork belly confit which I had only had the last time I went. It is incredible. It is succulent. One of my favorite dishes in Memphis. Also, fried oysters are fabulous. Jeffrey will, account, will, will attest to this. The Brussels, the best Brussels in the city of Memphis. The lamb shank with Gouda grits. Up and down the menu. Absolutely spectacular. It's Bounty on Broad. Great any time of the year. Really great during the holidays. 410-8131-2519, Broad Avenue. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. 
Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Save big every day during Lowe's 25 Days of Deals. Right now, get these can't-miss deals on appliances. Get up to 30% off, plus save up to an extra $750 on select major appliances. And with Lowe's Pay, you can buy now and pay later to get instant payment options for online purchases. Shop these savings, because Lowe's knows deals every day. Valve to 12-13. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusions apply while supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Subject to credit approval. A psoriasis flare-up can make a walk in the park, well, no walk in the park. It's that obvious, huh? I've tried so many lotions and creams, but I still have symptoms. So those don't do enough to treat the inflammation beneath the skin, leaving you with those uncontrolled symptoms. Makes sense, but what else can I do? You can get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Make an appointment and, oh, you're already on it. Hi, yes, I'd like to make an appointment. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by Avvi. Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget. Like half-carat diamond studs, only $399. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. At Red River Toyota and Win, we got huge discounts. We're taking up to $3,000 off brand new 23 model Toyota Tundras. And we're giving you no payments. You heard that right. No payments on Toyota 4Runners and Camrys until February. Folks, we're also going to give you a $1,000 Visa gift card to help you through Christmas with every new car purchase. Check us out at Red River Toyota right here in Wynn or go online at redrivertoyota.com. Wow, it's holiday time already? Be the envy of everyone and get all your holiday shopping done at Massage Envy. Massage Envy has gift card bundles for massage and facials, gift baskets, and more. Stop by any Massage Envy location and they will be glad to help organize your holiday list. Four locations to serve you. Collierville at Carriage Crossing, Poplar at Exeter, Midtown on Union, and Germantown Parkway. Or call 901-290-2234. With the holiday season in full swing, we're all busy getting ready for celebrating with family and friends. While we can't help with the decorating, cooking, or gift wrapping, we can make sure our comfortable home is one less thing to worry about. Treat your family to worry-free comfort with the Train Home Comfort System from Landmark Heating and Air. Take advantage of discounts up to $1,000 or zero interest financing during our year-end savings event and enjoy comfortable temperatures inside your home for years to come. Call us today at 365-4260 or visit us at LandmarkHeatingAndAir.com. As the weather gets colder, NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers, get a load of this, $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right. Over at FanDuel, you just place a $5 money line bet, win, and ching $150 in your account in bonus bets back. How about that? You can then spend that money on spreads, player props, whatever. Go crazy. All you got to do is go to FanDuel.com slash Calkins, FanDuel.com slash Calkins, to unlock this offer. That's C-A-L-K-I-N-L. FanDuel is, of course, official betting partner of the NFL. It's safe, secure. You get your money fast. 
FanDuel.com slash Calkins. C-A-L-K-I-N-S. Must be 21 or older in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789. I can't wait for what's next. Even with higher stroke risk due to atrial fibrillation in a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Eliquis, the Pixaban tablets, reduces stroke risk. It's the number one cardiologist prescribed blood thinner. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without talking to your doctor, as this may increase your risk of stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and, in rare cases, fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or have antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding or unusual bruising, or if you have tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. It may increase your bleeding risk if you take medicines, such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRI, SNRIs, and blood thinners. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eloquist.com or call 1-855-ELOQUIST. It's football season, and the NFL is in full effect on the free Odyssey app. We're heading into the final stretch of the regular season, and the playoff picture is starting to come into focus. Whatever team you're rooting for, the free Odyssey app has you covered with the local talk and your team's podcasts. Plus, listen to play-by-play of every Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night game from Westwood One. If you're looking for the NFL, it's all on the free Odyssey app. Download it today and search for your favorite team. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's game on at Samstown Hotel and Gambling Hall Tunica. Win big in their sports book where you can join them on Saturday, December 16th to watch all the action in UFC 296. Win with your taste buds when you dine in one of their food venues, including Willie and Jose's. You can try traditional Mexican dishes along with making your own burritos, tacos, and bowls. Be a winner any way you play and any time you stay. Only at Samstown Tunica. See Boyd Rewards for full details. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-777-9696. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Jason Smith is the co-host of the Jason and John Show weekdays right here on 92.9 FM ESPN from 11 until 2. Kind enough to join us on the program each and every Friday Jason, how much do you love the Pittsburgh Steelers the last two weeks? Ooh, ah, I'm hurting from my man, Mike Tomlin. And it's getting to, I mean, this is back-to-back home losses to a couple of 10-loss teams. Never happened before for a team that was over 500. And I guess this is sort of it coming back, you know, to the mean, too, because if you, or coming back to what yeah. they really are, because if you, I know they fired Canada, fired their OC, but it had been, what was it outgained first eight games before they finally had that 400 yard game. And you, you know, to have a winning record through that, you know, first time we'd seen that in decade, I think it's first time in NFL history. So it's sort of all come back. Here's the bottom line. Tomlin's got too many weapons right now, offensively, even with a backup quarterback. Hell, I'm surprised they didn't go to Mason Rudolph uh, last night. You've got too many offensive weapons for this to be okay. And one way or another, it's going to have to be more than just a, a, an OC change. Uh, it looks like because Pittsburgh's a real. They had an opportunity there, win two easy games, and they're all of a sudden in the hunt. You know, right there with I guess it would have been four losses and in the mix. Maybe you could tell yourself, as John was pointing out, uh, you're in the mix for you know a, a high seed in the playoffs. Yeah. But, um, 
that seems all out the window now. And yeah, Mike Tomlin, you know, he's staring down reporters that are asking questions. Frankly, all stares should be pointed at him. It feels like that game, and like, I'm not even trying to act as if this is some deep insight. Like this kind of is in the no dub, but it just really crystallizes. Like Tomlin has Roethlisberger for, you know, 15, 16 years. And, you know, the the end was not great. But then, you know, we're now seeing all the numbers of Belichick's record without Brady. Like, it really just crystallizes, like, if you don't get quarterback right, it is just so hard to be competitive year after year oh. after year. Oh, a thousand percent. And it's part of the reason why you've seen so much turnover in my own situation. Yeah. Uh, there's a correlation between the Bears not having a quarterback and the Bears going through coaches left and right. I mean, it's it's essentially it. And so, I mean, even, you know, I mean, Andy Reid, as great as we hold him up, you know, the, you know, he's got Patrick Mahomes. And so, listen, I, I think, you know, I, I hold Tomlin in the highest regard. You hear guys that, that played for him or have played for him, Calvin Austin being one of those guys. And you hear guys, you know, you, you, hear, you hear guys that are, have moved on to other teams and are still quoting Mike Tomlin. Like, I truly think that, that Mike Tomlin is a guy who maximizes what he has, but he absolutely doesn't have a quarterback, certainly not a backup one. And, Listen, I don't. I, for me, Kenny Pickett, you know, he hadn't convinced anybody this year, like 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 he certainly has had the chance to do. Um, but I don't think you know, I don't I don't think they're done on him. Um, we'll see what happens, but this year may be uh, this year may be done. Certainly looks done for the Steelers. All right, let's turn our attention to basketball. I'll ask you the same question that that Jeff asked me. If you can only get one game left, you know, if if you if you if you can pick up one big win. Is Sunday the one that you want at A and M for the Tigers? If I can get one, I guess it is. It's Sunday's game because it's a road game against a team that's going to should remain a quad one all year long, and that one can really, you know, certainly. Uh, uh, I mean, that's the first one on the resume that the the committee will look at and say, "Wow, big win." I mean, this is a team that's ranked twenty one right now and could end up being a team that could make a uh, a Sweet sixteen or or or, or further run this Texas A and M squad. So this. If I can just get one of them, it would be this one. Although, you know, like I was telling you yesterday, with the way the, the you match up here, like this is a recipe for disaster yeah. just in terms of what they do well is really what I would call your Achilles heel in terms of defensive rebounding. We touched on it. They're as good as anybody in the country, number two in the country in offensive rebounding percentage. So, again, if we're looking realistically at it, I'm still at I'd like to get two of these next three. And if it's got, to, you know, the two at home because, they, again, I lost to Texas A&M on the road, uh, okay, you, the, the the committee keeps going down. That's that's not one that hurts you. But, you know, losing both of those games at home coming up, Clemson and Virginia, obviously, uh, they'd look at, well, yeah, yeah, what do they do at home? And so, uh, again, if those are the two, I feel like, you know, Penny's got to get here in terms of really being able to move the needle when it comes to, listen, you were 10-3 and three last year. You're still in the 8-9 and nine game in your, in your non-conference. I realize this schedule's better, but you've got to get some of these so, you know, and, and it's unfortunate that Arkansas and Michigan, I think Arkansas eventually be a quad one, but they're not going to yeah. be held up as much as we hoped they would be when they were happening. And so it makes it even more critical, Jeffrey, that you go out and I feel like get two of these three. Be really nice. The needle mover, the way that to, the one that can get you a really higher seed is if you go out and beat Texas A&M on the road. But again, the one that, that the, the two that don't hurt you as much, I mean, the, the two that you really need, it feels like to me, are the, the ones at home. Yeah, I think to me it becomes a question of, of uh, you know, what do you think is is best from a visibility perspective? Because 
The only other option for me is the season, the regular season ender at FAU. It looks like FAU is going to be largely the same team that they were last year. And so if you can get that opportunity to kind of make your statement at the end of the year, like I can see where, where that where that has value. But there's also the there's also the situation of do you need the type of win where you're now on the committee's, you know, you're on the committee's radar for the next, you know, two or three months. And to me, that would be the argument for why Sunday would be so important. You pick up that win and then like you said, if you parlay it into a another good week next week, okay, well, now you're rolling into conference play and you're top of mind. So I I, I could see the argument there. Oh yeah. I mean it's because literally you won't do anything that's nationally relevant from the month, you know, all the way through the month of January yeah. with that with that conference schedule. To your point, and then and then and then late into February when you finally start to get you get Florida Atlantic on the I'm looking at now the 25th before you've got that final one you mentioned in March. And so, no, you you know to get this ranked win at Texas A&M would be fantastic in terms of it might, you know, who, uh, again, where would you be in terms of the rankings next week? Well, you'd be close, if not, if not, if not in, because I tell you, a road win at Texas A&M, pretty darn good one. But again, with where your net is and everything else, there's no guarantee of that. We've thought the Tigers should be in already, and they haven't been. And so, no, in terms of, uh, of doing something nationally relevant, yeah, you can do more of that winning at Texas A&M, certainly, than the, the two home wins over Clemson and Virginia. be a great one to get, and it's clearly the kind of victory Penny Hardaway you know, had anticipated getting, you know, being needle movers. It's the one he anticipated getting when he, when he put this schedule together. And so, um, again, I, I, you know, Texas A&M, you beat them last year. They made a charge second half. A lot of that was that point guard, Wade Taylor, who's back. He's going to be going at these Tigers guards next, the way they rebound. Um, it's a, it's, it's going to be a, I think, you know, probably a six point line, something like that. Yeah. Uh, it'd be a good one to get. No question, Jeff. I think that's kind of the other question though, that I have, because you know, that it's going to be, a tough physical team like Buzz Williams teams typically have an identity like they're they're usually very tough very physical I think the thing though that I'm starting to wonder is you can sense frustration when the Tigers are playing I'm starting to wonder though is it is it frustration or is like are we reaching a point where like you can even tell internally that there's concern there's some concern I mean, I, you know, I thought Caleb Williams put it well, you know, after the game. They know that how – I think if there's any frustration, it's the fact that it hasn't all fit yet. Yeah. The, the frustration is that they know they've got the scores, as Caleb put it. they got guys that knock down free throws, guys that knock down threes. You know, they, 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 do, lack a, uh, they do lack a couple of rebounders, it feels like. But to his point, it's like um, we're too good to have played like we have really the last two games to have gone on these lulls. And if there's a frustration that stems from that, I still think there's a pretty positive feeling, it feels like, around all of it to me, that they can get it back on track. Now, again, how much of the rebounding issue can you fix at this point with where Jordan Brown, as uh, uninvolved as he's been, um, it, it, you know, are you going to get him involved or not? And then, you know, you're depending so heavily on Malcolm Dandridge. I don't know how fixable that is. But I do know that right now, offensively, they can be. And we have seen them for stretches without Jordan Brown really being incorporated be fantastic. And so getting back to that, like they looked in the second half against Missouri, like they looked down the stretch against VCU in an overtime, I think at this point critical, especially in this juncture over these next three. And so I still think, Jeffrey, yeah, there's a frustration. That's clear. 
uh, because they feel like they're better than they've shown, especially in these last uh, two, three games. Uh, but I think there's still a, a confidence. And, and, and Penny Hardaway, the adjuster, Penny Hardaway that's had to make adjustments when things are going wrong, has been pretty effective the last two to three years. I think there's still a confidence around things right now uh, that they can get it back on track. I think the other thing that is kind of weighed on my mind is, okay, I, I understand oftentimes the coverage of this team gets very dramatic. Like, I've always thought it's kind of interesting. It feels like, as a city, we cover the Tigers like our, they're a pro team, and we cover the Grizzlies like they're a college team. It, it almost feels like we treat the Grizzlies too much with kid gloves. Here they are. They're 6-2, and two, and they've done absolutely nothing that you would sit there and go, oh, man, th- this team is this team's gotten off to a poor start. Like, have they gotten off to the the dream ideal start? No, but they've gotten off to a pretty good start. And so it's kind of where like, I'm trying to, it's like, you don't want to, you don't want to like over criticize for the sake of just being overly critical. Yet at the same time, it's like, I, the last couple of outings, it's like, it feels like there's something missing. How do you kind of strike what the appropriate balance is there? Well, I mean, there, there still has, there has to be an urgency. I mean, uh, just pointed out last year, you know, you're 10 and three in non-conference and you're still in that eight, nine game back to the point. And so you, you could see it going similarly this year. What you've got to add are some wins you can hang your hat on. And for that reason, there's got to be an urgency. We're in year six of Penny now. And at one point, you know, what Josh Pastner was, this is seven years, you know, uh, in the end, especially for Memphis basketball and, and, and it does, it has, you know, it has higher expectations, certainly, and always has, and, and, and a lot of it because of the, most of it because of the investment and the resources there. They, this is year six, and part of year six and getting here is, okay, now I have to get to the second weekend. It's the same thing as with, with Josh Pastor. You know, Tubby never got to this point where, okay, now you got to break through. People were tired of yup Tubby by year two. But I compare this back to Josh. By year six, seven, it was you've had too much talent to not have made a second weekend. And that's where we are with Penny Hardaway. Oh, by the way, I mean, Rick Stansberry sort of in the same boat. I know, I know he's an assistant, but, but sort of in the same boat that Stansberry was never able to break through that second yeah. weekend. That's what people are craving around here. And Penny Hardaway, it feels like, has the formula for it. He's gone older in college basketball. Um, uh, uh, the last two seasons, he's gone out and got a veteran point guard that works well in college basketball. When Quinterly is playing at his best, he is that. He's what you need. He's a gamer. But back to the point. You're in year six. You have to give yourself the best pass out of that 8-9 game, improve the seating, and the way you do that is by getting big wins. Again, 10-3 and three was, was fine if you look at it on the, on the surface. They didn't have any uh, uh, losses lower in, that, in, in last year in their non-conference. Nobody was uh, worse than a, a, a top 100 team. You lost to, what, St. Louis. They were still in the 90s, whatever it was. So yeah. no real bad losses, but it didn't get you where you wanted to be. And so that's what, you know, whether it's, again, uh, with with the expectation, with the standard, and I would even tell you it's Penny Hardaway's expectation, um, there needs to be an urgency in, in, in getting these kinds of wins so you can get out of that spot, make the second weekend run that everybody is hopeful that you can uh, because you've got enough talent to do so. And so, again, from that standpoint, we can look at it, Jeffrey, say, yeah, this is pretty good. But, again, pretty good didn't get you much last year. you got to get out of that spot and prove you're sitting as much as you can. That's why – uh, there should be a sense of urgency to get everybody on the same page, particularly right now. You, Jeffrey, you were saying it yesterday. You're absolutely right. It's these next three games right yeah. now really are going to tell the tale. Sure, you'll have a shot at Florida Atlantic, but if you've lost to Texas A&M, Florida Atlantic, oh, by the way, beat them. 
like you can pretty much count yourself unless you've beat, uh, swept them in conference play. You can pretty much count yourself behind Florida Atlantic and, you know, worrying if that's going to be an 8-9 or uh, at that point I'd take a 10. I'd rather be lower. Um, but, yeah, that's why there should be a sense of urgency. And I think that's why there's this frustration because right now they know they need to be playing some pretty darn good basketball, and it feels like there's, there are times where, yeah, it's, it's, it's not working. So, again, uh, I, I suspect, and I, I know right now it looks like a matchup that's either going to be won or lost on the boards, but I suspect that, that Penny Hardaway is going to have his team, again, focused, locked in, and you'll get a pretty good effort against Texas A&M. Hopefully, at least a, uh, you know, not like we saw in the first half against Villanova. It's, it's no one's fault. I just kind of find myself thinking, like, it does kind of, like, stink that you're sitting here. It's like, all right, you know these next three games. So on December the 19th, it's like you're basically going to be waiting, like, another two and a half months for a game that matters. It's not that, you know, it doesn't mean, like, oh, the games don't count. It's like, no, 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 we know they count, but it's like it only counts really against you if you lose. It just kind of stinks that you're sitting here with this reality of, like, basically, you know, you're going to be waiting then until, you know, the end of February for another game that matters. I know, and that's why, you know, you just you just wish that, you know, Wichita State or, or, or Tulane or sort of the, the two, everybody else, the top half of this conference that's beneath you in Florida Atlantic, uh, could come up a little bit and 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 add some relevance in terms of this conference and and maybe you know maybe uh, maybe Wichita State can do that maybe Tulane can do that but from a basketball standpoint from where this thing was at one point to where it is now yeah it's it's absolutely dreadful Jeffrey and it's 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 it is it's a shame right now in terms of of, of where it is and the fact that you can't. You know, unlike in Arkansas or something, who yeah. right now is low, lower at the net than it wants to be, he's going to get all these opportunities in the SEC. Missouri, you know, Missouri's the same way. Hell, Michigan in the yeah. Big Ten, same, same way. You don't, you won't have those opportunities again, making this part of your season so much, uh, so much more critical. Jason, we appreciate, it, buddy. Take care, Brian. That is Jason Smith of the Jason and John Show. When we come back, Chris Harrington is going to join the program. He's got a fabulous mailbag over at the Daily Memphian. We'll discuss that and more from the NBA when Chris joins us next, right here on the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. When you think of Medicare Advantage, you may think of your doctor's office. But what if your plan offered care that went beyond to your grocery store? where a healthy grocery allowance turns eating well into living well, or on your street, where you get help with transportation to a checkup. Medicare Advantage plans from WellPoint. Your whole health is our whole point. Services are provided by WellPoint Texas, Inc. or WellPoint Tennessee, Inc. WellPoint is a Medicare Advantage plan with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in WellPoint depends on contract renewal. It's the holiday season. Time for great deals from Metro by T-Mobile, like 5G home internet for eligible customers for just $20 a month with Nada Yada Yada. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no exploding bills ever. Just 5G home internet that's fit for any endeavor. So when the holidays are over, it's important to say 20 bucks a month is still all you'll pay. Nada Yada Yada, only at Metro. You'll need to qualify for the affordable connectivity program. Purchase a modem and get a phone plan. It's $25 the first month and $20 after that with auto pay. Limit one ACP discount per household. Oh, oh, oh. I just left those Ford and Toyota dealers. Oh, oh, oh. You want to see their selection of new cars and trucks? Oh, oh, oh. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Uh, 